0: Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast, Hard to Make Friends as an Adult. I'm Macy. And I'm Ryan. And we are here today to talk about bar friends, which might be a little bit of a unique category for a lot of y'all, but we're very excited to talk about it.
1: Yeah, we're very excited to talk about it. And I would define this category, obviously, as someone you meet at your local bar. It could be anyone in the world anyone at all, anyone could walk into that bar. The only common factor that you two share is that you're at the same location at the same time. And honestly, it's probably the most common thing you will see in media and TVs and movies, you know, people meeting each other at a bar. So it's it's fun to talk about it because there are a lot of real world examples at every level, but I think it's also important to talk about because it can be a bit daunting for introverts.
0: I definitely agree. If you're a bit introverted, you might feel a little overwhelmed going to a bar by yourself. However, you would be surprised at what the liquid courage will do (laughs) for your personality. And if you go to a bar, especially like a local bar, it's really easy to see reoccurring faces and slowly make friends that way. And usually bartenders are really good about facilitating a fun environment where you can build a community. This is a great time, though, to remind you guys that your bartender is not your friend, not your therapist, and they're certainly not trying to date you. So they might be super fun, but they are not flirting with you, and they really don't want to hang out outside of the bar. So just keep that in the back of your mind. Also, if you're not really into drinking, there is a huge non-alcoholic drink movement going on right now where you can get really great Cocktails that have no alcohol, um, non-alcoholic gin, vodka, all that is really going into like, the cocktail scene. There's also a lot of non-alcoholic beer options. So don't just rule out this category and just be like, um, this isn't for me and skip through this episode. Because even if you don't really like drinking and maybe you're not huge on the bar scene, you would be amazed at how many good friends you could still maybe make at a local bar even if alcohol is not your favorite thing. We can't all be alcoholics, but we can all be friends. So, uh, Ryan, would you like to continue talking about how to make friends in this category?
1: Thanks, Macy. Yeah, this category is one of the best ways to meet all sorts of different people. I will say, in my opinion, that... It may not be the most efficient way to make a friend because you will not have too much in common with every single person you meet, but this category will particularly expose you to multiple different types of people. Again, just absolutely anything that you could imagine you could probably meet someone like that at the bar i will say i have my own personal opinions on being intimidated at bars so i have a bit of a mixed feeling about the ways to go about doing it i think there are particular tips that you will want to stay with and follow if you are looking to make a friend at the bar because personally from my experience i haven't just gone to the bar and made a ton of friends i really have to be going to the bar to achieve the specific goal of making a friend. Macy, what is your opinion on this?
0: My opinion is that bar friends can really be easy to make in my own experience. However, there are sometimes like little red flags, or as you say, just kind of uh, maybe worrisome parts uh, to think about. And it's not always the easiest thing. I think the liquid courage really does come into play here. So the more you drink, the friendlier you are <laughs> and the easier it is to make friends that said um especially as a woman and for me as sometimes like a woman that's out by herself it can be a little bit daunting a little scary to just talk to strangers at some random bar you know so you have to think that um comes into play
1: absolutely and honestly we could probably do a whole season of this podcast on the different types of events and things you could do at bars to make friends but Macy, talking from your own experience, do you have a story to share uh, with the audience about a time you made a friend at a bar?
0: Yeah, so when I was 21, I was having a little bit of a rough time in life. I was kind of depressed, and I suddenly found myself through life circumstances uh, living with my grandparents in Bernie, Texas. And if you ever been to Bernie, Texas, they have like two bars and not much else going on kind of a depressing place especially if you're going through a depressing time in your life. So I started going to a bar near my grandparents house and I would go there maybe once or twice a week and anyways um, I would go there and just kind of try to you know zone out from my uh, life situations that were happening and one day I went to the bar and I was sitting there And I was just really there just to, like, drown my misery. And I think I ordered, like, an Irish car bomb and, like, multiple glasses of wine. And I'm just sitting there, like, in my own, you know, hard feelings. And this girl comes up to me, and she's like, oh, my God, welcome to this bar. And I was like, yeah, cool, okay. And she was like, how old do you think I am? And I was like, I don't know. And I was, like, 23. And she was like, yes. Yes. I'm 23, and I was like, cool, and she was like, how old do you think my boyfriend is, and I was like, 50, no, I'm just kidding, (laughs) totally kidding, no, I was like, yo, 27, and she was like, he's 40, and I was like, oh, my God, who would have known, (laughs) anyways, so she would, like, not stop talking to me, and again, I was really in my feels, and I was kind of like, okay, yeah, like, move on, like, let's just, you go back to your spot, babe, (laughs) I'm trying to get messed up here, but thank you. But she just kind of kept reasserting herself into my life that whole night. So finally, after like multiple times of kind of just very short answers, she was like, hey, I'm going to buy you a drink. And I was like, all right, whatever. So she buys me a drink. She convinces me to move over and and sit by her and her boyfriend. And (laughs) after being very much convinced... And a little bit drinker drunker <laughs> drinker <laughs> i'm a little drunk right now i should say you guys <laughs> this is the bar episode so um a little bit drunker she basically convinces me to hang out with her and her boyfriend all night at this like honky-tonk bernie bar <laughs> i was really good friends with her and i was really kind of glad that she asserted herself into my life um, so flash forward, like a week or two, we started hanging out all the time at that bar. And then within six months or a year, this was someone I was like really good friends with. And we continued to reconnect at the bar. And um, it just kind of became like our spot, you know. So I would recommend a bar friend based off that experience alone. Because especially like at a local bar, you will see regulars. And you'd be surprised at you know, even people you don't really have that much in common with. How much you'll start to enjoy their company and just seeing them over and over again. And everyone there, you know, they want to have a good time. They want to let loose. They want to share their stories. They want to play pool or sing karaoke, whatever it is. So I do recommend The Bar Friend from that sense. And my uh, bar story just really helped me out in a rough spot of my life. So I do recommend finding a good bar friend.
1: Wow, definitely a wild story. It sounds like that friend really took some advice from our podcast here and really took the bull by its horns. I think it's a good time for me to share a couple of my stories. Personally, I had uh, moved to Chicago when I was around 22, and I honestly didn't know anybody in the whole city, and I was just kind of starting my career out. And I got a few good stories and a few bad stories, so I'll start with the bad, just a good good contrast here. There was this bar pretty close to where I was living. Um, It was named State. It's kind of a popular bar in the Lincoln Park area of Chicago. I believe it's, it's closed now, but Anyway, I wanted to make a friend, and the first thing I thought of to do was go to a bar. So I walked down and went to this bar, and it was pretty full of people. I don't exactly remember what time of the year it was, but I just remember walking in and having that eyes-glazed-over feeling of, oh my gosh, this is a huge task to try to befriend somebody in this situation. So what I did is I walked to the bar, I found myself a seat, and I kind of watched sports as, you know, I'm a sports fan, and just tried to let the moment take me and get inspired but as i found i sat there and almost felt intimidated and did not have the courage to get up and just start talking to people i felt that everyone was in their own groups everyone was doing their own thing and personally it just felt that it was too much to insert myself into that and i remember drinking a couple beers and just leaving and walking home and Not thinking too much of it because at the end of the day, it wasn't a huge time commitment for me to do that. But I did remember leaving feeling kind of sad that I didn't really achieve my task. So in that way, I failed. But uh, another story, I went to a Pittsburgh-themed bar. I'm originally from Pittsburgh uh, called Durkin's, pretty similar location in Lincoln Park, uh, the Lakeview area of Chicago. And I went when the Pittsburgh Penguins were making a Stanley Cup run a few years later. And honestly, that's the best time to make a bar friend, if you ask me. Everybody is all rooting for the same team. There were people there every single game. As you know, hockey, there's a series, and everyone comes back for each game, and you get to know everybody. It was just such a great atmosphere to be in, and like you said earlier, Macy, the bartenders really make it a great time. And I just had a blast, even if I didn't meet anybody. Going in that atmosphere, enjoying the game that I wanted to watch was an absolutely great time. But it was so easy to make a friend in that instance because there were many people like myself who were just going for the game. I remember I talked to these two guys who were there together, but they were in a smaller group. And I felt, hey, these guys look like they're kind of my age and that I could talk to them. So we started talking and sure enough, every game we met there and watched the game and drank beers together. To be honest with you, I couldn't remember their names. As soon as the Stanley Cup was over, I'm pretty sure I never saw them one time again. I know that's bad, but I could have pursued it more. However, that was what I was really looking for in that moment. I just wanted people to watch this game with and have a good time away from the rest of my life. So it depends on the circumstance, but I definitely would recommend going to something themed or a sporting event that you're supporting your team because at least one level of shared interest can make the whole difference.
0: Well, that story is really cool, and it makes me think about an experience that we've had together before.
1: Wait, are you going to talk about French B?
0: Oh, you know it's French B. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so when it comes to shared interests, um last year we went to Paris for Halloween, and on our flight to Paris, which by the way was like $150 each way, we got a steal of a deal. <laughs> we ended up at the airport bar sitting there waiting for our flight in New York to Paris with, like, everyone at the bar being on our flight. So it was kind of a weird moment because people would be like, oh, what flight are you on? And we were like, the French Bee Paris flight? And everyone was like, what? I'm on that flight too. So there was, like, maybe four or five of us sitting at this bar in, what, Newark Airport, going to Paris in a couple of hours, just sitting there trying to ease our flight fears, <laughs> drinking a lot of wine. <laughs>
1: Boy, did we get loaded before that flight.
0: Yes, but it was such a good time, and everyone we were talking to was on our flight. So we were all asking, each other, like, what are you going to do in Paris? I'm like, why are you going, and where are you from? And it was a really cool experience just to sit there and kind of drink with your fellow passengers. Of course, we didn't think we'd ever see each other again, so there was... You know what? No worries, kind of. Say whatever you want. We met this one, what, six-year-old man who said he left his Maserati in, what, Hawaii? (laughs) And just left it all to go, like, what, travel the world by yacht or something?
1: Yeah, he said he was going to sail around the world.
0: Yeah, so we met some crazy characters. We met um, one guy that was from Pennsylvania as well, right?
1: Yeah, he was from Philadelphia, and he was able to work remotely and just decided to go work in France. Yeah
0: so and then we met a couple and so everyone we met had the most interesting backstories and we just sat there and got drunk for like two or three hours together and then of course it was time to board so we kind of just said our farewells but wildly enough we ended up reconnecting with a few of them after the flight landed in Paris Um, and one of them Elliot, in particular, we ended up meeting him on Halloween. He took us to some really cool spots that I don't think we would have known about if it wasn't for his insider Paris info. And just we literally what a s car go with him and like shared wine and cigarettes and had this super French experience with this kind of although he wasn't from Paris, kind of he had that local Paris feel and he was living there for an extended period of time. So it was a great way to really meet some cool friends, even if it was just for a short vacation.
1: Yeah, and I think we're all still Instagram friends. We are, yeah. I'm not sure. Do you get any WhatsApp messages from that older gentleman? Oh my
0: god, I think one time he was like, I'm in the Maldives. (laughs) (laughs) No, and one of the ladies is like, now has a baby and stuff, so... We do weirdly keep up here and there and I do feel like that they would be great to reach out randomly like if we're ever like in Paris again or you know whatever so that was a cool bar friend to make and I think that's a great thing to keep in the back of your mind that if you're visiting somewhere a bar friend is a really great way to like kind of you know, get into a city and find good recommendations for things to do and and people to go hang out with while you're exploring, so.
1: Yeah, and airport bars as well. No one can do anything until they board, so go to the bar and use that time to meet people.
0: Don't rule out airport and travel bar friends because they could really make or break your trip.
1: This next segment, I'd like to talk about whether this is a type of friend you'd want to pursue or not. In my experience, the bar friend is a more casual friend. Someone that would be around and able only when you are at the bar, probably. And if you want to pursue it further, you're welcome to do so. But really, this is someone who's more of a shorter term type of anytime you want them, they're around. But they're not probably going to be your best friend right away. You will have to put in the effort and put in work to grow that relationship. But that's the type of friend I would say that you are looking for in this category now i will say it is of course one of the more difficult things to make a friend at the bar so i'd like to go through a few tips now that might help you in achieving this friend first thing go to the bar don't sit at a table you know you're there by yourself walk up to the bar stand if you have to don't be afraid to move around being at the bar is more conducive to conversation and also look around for people who you think you might have shared interests with don't be afraid to start uh, with a simple compliment. Like I like your tattoo or I like your t-shirt or even something simple like, Oh, nice beer. I, I ordered that last week. Something really easy. Don't put too much pressure on it. And another thing that might be important is go on a night that won't be as busy the less busy and the less crowd, the more conversation will be had. Don't go out on a Saturday night at 10:30, 11 p.m. and expect to make a bunch of friends because everyone's out there to party. And if you're not there to party with them, it would be tougher to have that conversation. A couple other things I would like to say is, of course, be respectful and don't be creepy. A lot of the guys out there calling you out here, just be respectful and kind. To the women or anybody, honestly, just be a gentleman because that will go a long way. And the last thing I would say is just be yourself because at the end of the day, you're there to make a friend for you and not someone that you're not. And if you want to go and be someone you're not, that's fine. But are you really going to make that friend that you really want to? So those are the tips I'd say to, to practice if you often go to bars and would like to make a bar friend. Now, Macy, do you have any extra tips you'd like to mention?
0: I think my biggest tip when it comes to bar friends is just being yourself. And as you mentioned earlier, you know, don't be creepy. Don't cross lines. But more than that, there are certain people that are very professional and have just coworker or family friends. And if you go to a bar, it's a great way to kind of like, you know, Let those walls come down, be more of yourself, and just not worry about having to please somebody. Everyone at the bar just knows you at the bar. They don't know, like, your career, they don't know your family, your friends, whatever. So bar friends can be a great way to just find, like, this kind of, like, out into your life, you know? And just be yourself, whoever your authentic bar person is. Of course, the liquid courage helps. Maybe you're a little bit silly when you're drinking, but it's a really good just kind of escape from the everyday life that you might be putting out there for everyone else in your in your friend group. So I do recommend bar friends in that sense. I also recommend bar friends because for example, the bar by our house, they do like a local karaoke night, they do a comedy night. They really kind of help bring the arts to the community. So bars can be a great way to really like uh build community you know get into like any type of hobby you have maybe it's karaoke maybe it's singing maybe it's playing games watching sports whatever and a lot of bars do facilitate game nights happy hours karaoke whatever and those are great ways to make friends with similar interests so I think that the bar friend can have similar interests as you they can be a great person to see at You know, every single week when it's comedy night, karaoke night, whatever. You kind of have those reoccurring situations. And on top of that, they can just be a really great outlet just to kind of break out of your normal routine and just be a little silly. Maybe be a little immature or whatever because you're a couple drinks in. And there's very few other instances in your life as an adult where you can do that and not be judged So that's why I find The Bar Friend to be a really kind of cool outlet. But more than anything, I do have to talk about the women's bathroom experience because there's really nothing like that at a bar.
1: What? Wait, hang on. The women's bathroom?
0: Yes. (laughs) I guess you guys men don't have it, but ladies, where my ladies at... Y'all probably will all understand what I'm talking about when I say that the women's bathroom friend experience is next level.
1: What? Men's bathroom, we're in and out in 10 seconds. Okay,
0: well, the ladies' bathroom bar experience is not like that, let me tell you. So basically the women's bathroom is like the most supportive place. You go in feeling like trash and you leave feeling like Beyonce. I kid you not? Kid <laughs> you not? You go in you're like, "Oh my god, like my shirt is a little tight and I look kind of silly." And you leave and everyone is like, "I love your top." Or like, "Oh my god, you look amazing." And when you leave it, you're like, "Okay. Yes. Look at me." And it is so uplifting. And there's really no experience like that. And I will say, too, everyone, like, in the women's bathroom is caring, supportive. I mean, you'll be, like, on your phone scrolling waiting to use a stall. And some girl will be like, I'm going to text my ex. And in unison, I'm going to work in some deep place inside you. Everyone says, no, don't text your ex. And it's just this very <laughs> welcoming fun no you know experience we are like no you deserve better you look amazing we are best buds <laughs> you know <laughs> it is so uplifting and there it doesn't like ever leave the bathroom unfortunately it's just it's just the bathroom experience unfortunately way in line using the bathroom and washing your hands that's where it's prime Bathroom time. <laughs> but when you leave, it's gone forever. And I have gone... I have, like, so many, like, numbers in my phone where it's, like, Alexis, bathroom. <laughs> or, or, uh, Jamie. And it'll say, like, McIntyre's restroom. <laughs> Just random numbers of ladies I met in random bar bathrooms. And when you text the next day, it's, like, they don't even remember how they got home. They don't remember who you are. <laughs> but... No, it's so hilarious and it's so uplifting. And if we, I think if we could channel the women's bathroom energy into the world, we might achieve world peace. (laughs) But unfortunately, it never seems to leave the bar bathroom (laughs) diameter. So it's a little unfortunate, but yeah, if we could, uh, if we could multiply that (laughs) and send that out in the world, we would, we'd be much better people
1: for it. (laughs) Honestly, I'm pretty awestruck by that explanation i've never heard anybody explain it that way
0: yeah no the women's bathroom is the most supportive place in the world they're more supportive than your therapists. they care about you in a way that no one ever has (laughs) so yeah um i do recommend bar friends just based off the women's bathroom experience alone Go to a bar, get messed up, go to the bathroom, and don't tell me you don't feel like 10 times better of a person when you leave. Because <laughs> you will. You will. Yeah. You 100% will. I'm sorry, guys. It's not happening for you. But us ladies, we support each other.
1: Yeah. Maybe maybe us guys have to get that support channel. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure if somebody yelled, I'm going to text my ex in the bathroom, there would be a bunch of guys going, yeah, go for it.
0: <laughs> oh, no. we would be like, no, no. No, date an old man. Let him pay for your life. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different story. Well, we have shared a lot of great reasons why bar friends are worth pursuing. Of course, there's some red flags here and there and things you want to be careful for. But... I think we can all agree, especially based off the women's bathroom experience alone, <laughs> that bar friends are really uh, good friends to have, even if it's just for, as you mentioned, a football game, a hockey game, or a karaoke night, whatever. Even if it's a very slim part of your life, they are nice to have just to fall back on or go to for random events.
1: Yeah, so. and it's a low-risk, high-reward type of friend to make. You go to the bar with no expectations, you might meet your best friend. I think that it's definitely worth that risk. And at the end of the day, like we said in our previous episode, being someone to make a new friend takes effort. And if you put that effort in, you're going to be rewarded.
0: Yeah, so it's a great way to make a new friend. Um, maybe they're not going to be like a lifelong friend, but just even for the short term, they can be great. And while we're on this topic, don't forget to tip your bartenders because they <laughs> facilitate so much great community in your in your life and at your local bars especially. So tip your bartenders, make your friends at your local bar. And um, if you're not really into the drinking scene, definitely stay tuned to more episodes because we're going to talk about like a lot of different type of friends you can make as an adult.
1: Until next time, thanks for listening.
0: See you soon.